All right, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Essential News Discussion Podcast, The End Pod. I'm Jose. I'm Sterling. And I'm Everett. And today, as always, we're going to bring you this week's topics on what we're going to discuss here in, in the discussion. That's the name of the part, right? I'm doing discussion. Yeah, we're doing the discussion part right now. Does that mean we discuss What are we news? discussing? We discuss the news. What, what kind of news? All right, so today's topic is the unfortunate shooting in Wisconsin that happened on Sunday. An incident that happened in the NBA uh, where someone was called a racial term, I, I would guess. Uh, the RNC and the DNC. We're going to discuss New York City. We're going to give you guys an update on U- USPS. That's one of our topics from last week. We're just going to follow up on this week. We, we learned a couple of things, and we're going to share that with you. And a part of our entertainment section with Everett, uh, we're going to discuss the trailer that was just released for The Batman. I'm really excited about that, actually. All right, so save your excitement for that part. Good. He's been waiting four episodes to get this excitement out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's, let's tone down the laughter a little bit. We're, we're moving on to, to the first topic, a more serious topic to discuss, the shooting in Wisconsin. Uh, Sterling, can you... Uh, uh, yeah, so I posted the articles to the Essential News discussion on Facebook. Uh, I chose a couple different sources. Uh, I went with CNN, Fox News, and Washington Post. Uh, get uh, both sides of the argument, as we do tend to have people that are on the left tend to side with the victims, and then on the right tend to side with the police. And then the Washington Post was chosen because the video is embedded in their articles. So if you want to see the video just to see the uh, controversy associated with what's going on, you can see that on the Essential News Discussion um, Facebook page, and that is from the Washington Post. So to summarize what happened, uh, unfortunately, uh, there was a shooting where an African-American male was um, being questioned by the police. He had some prior history, like a criminal record, and he was disobeying police orders, and he was walking to his car where his children were, and the police had drawn their guns while he was walking away and told him to stop. He did not listen, and when he got to the car, no precautions were taken by the police in the form of uh, either an initial taser, an additional taser, or an attempt to tackle and subdue him, but when he got to the driver's side and made a motion to either get in the vehicle or reach under the seat, the police then uh, shot into his back uh, seven times is what's being reported. So um, there's a lot to kind of go through there, but um, that is the situation of what happened. We'll turn it over for commentary now from either Jose or Everett. Now, um, when I initially saw the, the video and after I got off work, I, I had a conversation with you while I was driving on my way home, Sterling. And initially, I felt a lot of rage. I I was, like everyone else, uh, upset that, again, we're, we're, going, we're going through the same thing. Again, we're, we're seeing an unarmed black man get shot by police. But after looking at it, after seeing some, some other points of view, um, reading what, what other people have written on it, there's more than meets the eye here. And if you take emotion out for a second, because honestly, like, it's, it's, it's a terrible scene to watch, you, knowing that his kids were in the vehicle, knowing that, that they shot him seven times. Like, that's, that's a terrible thing for a man to go through. And I agree. Thank goodness the guy's alive. He's in critical condition at this point. I don't, I don't know when the podcast releases that that's the case. I hope so. But Or better. Or better. Um, um, but... After analyzing a couple of things, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of now starting to be in the middle of it. 
Uh, and let's and say you had to lean one way or another. You think it's more justified or more not justified if you had to choose one leaning? It's a justified. Sh- it, it was a justified shooting that didn't need to happen. If that makes any sense, like you mentioned in your in your opening statement on it, they didn't take the necessary measures to subdue him before he got to the car. He should have been tackled. If if we all complain about excessive force, excessive force in this case would have saved this guy's life. Correct. He should have been tackled, pinned down on the floor, and handcuffed. They sh- they should have never just casually walked behind him with with their guns drawn, waiting for him to get into the car. Because the moment he opened that door and he reached for something, of course you know you don't know what's going to happen at that point. They they made the right move at, at at opening fire, in my personal opinion. I, I I disagree with it initially, just because a loss of life is is a single loss is too much loss. You I have agree. to respect life at all at all times. But when when you're looking at respecting life, you also have to respect your own, and that's what those guys did. They didn't know what he was going in there to reach for. And, and the motion that he made from the angles that we saw in the videos that, that were recorded, it looked like he was reaching under the seat. If I'm a police officer standing behind a guy that opens a car door and reaches under a seat, my initial reaction is there's a, there's a weapon some, of some sorts going, at, going towards me. I'm not going to even give it an opportunity to be seen because by the time I see it, it's already too late. It's already been fired. At that point, that officer or those officers decided either – He's going home to his family tonight, or I am, and they decided they were, and I and I can't fault them for that. I I can fault them for the steps that led there, though, which this is why I think they do deserve some sort of disciplinary action, because that was a perfect. If, if they want to show trainee cops how not to do the job, that's the video they got to show. Them. They 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 allowed the guy to do what he pleased up until the point where it was so unpredictable that they had to kill the guy. But. They allowed it to get to that point. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Um, Like you said, that's textbook bad training, right? Uh, Is how do you not put them at fault if they waited to the very to the to the moment things were kind of like a powder keg, right, ready to pop off? Then it's completely their fault at that point. And I'm sorry, I gotta correct myself. I I said kill the guy, shoot the guy. The the guy's alive. Thank goodness. For now, and hopefully it improves. Uh, Everett Moore. Oh, that's that's my. Uh, uh, do you have any more? Rather, sorry. Uh, yeah, I get you. That's that's like my entire perspective. I mean, if you wait till things are so predictable that you have to use that kind of force, then you. I think you kind of deserve what's coming to you, man. That's 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 a big deal. The punishment I, I, of yeah, the you just des- you deserve whatever comes to you, what comes to you next. But would you agree they didn't deserve to to die because of that because of the mistake? Uh, well, we don't. We still, don't, unfortunately, here's the thing: we don't know what he was reaching for. That's if true. He was reaching, um, and that's and that's. But that's the only variable that can crazy. cross your mind when you're in that situation. It's 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 not. Is he going to take out a camera and take a picture of me? But the it's problem is they didn't have to be in that situation, right? They, they could have stopped it. They could have exactly. stopped it prior. When in fact, not could have. They're supposed to have stopped it prior. The whole point is de-escalation. They did nothing to the situation at all. Or every or, step or, he or, took or, was getting more and more escalated. Exactly. They didn't de-escalate or 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 use escalation in the, in the way of force to to put them down before I got there. You know. You know what's interesting? That is I mean, such a short video clip, and we just have so little information. Um, I don't want to spend too much time uh, conjecturing, but I do want to get us final thoughts on there, maybe, and we kind of go around that way. Who you yeah, go first, ever? Yeah, sure. I I think that um. When it comes to being a police officer, anytime you hesitate or you make a judgment like that, you are participating in escalation and escalation and escalating the situation because you haven't taken the steps that you're supposed to take ahead of time. That's why you are the police officer. So they, they may have taken de escalation steps, like Sterling said, we didn't see 
what happened prior to that section of the video. They may have been trying to talk to the guy out or, or saying, come with us, we got to take you in for questioning or, or doing what was taught to basically do in a, in a de-escalating situation. I honestly have to believe that if they were walking that calmly behind him, they were calm with him up front, maybe too calm. I, I think they should have, you know, increased the force a bit up front. This, this, uh, this, so I know from the video I saw, they were, they had their guns out. He was walking away, but they, their guns were already drawn. If they wanted to shoot him, they could have shot him 50 feet before the video started recording. They had, like you said, they had their guns drawn. He was walking away. They were walking calmly behind him. They weren't running behind him. They were walking calmly behind him. If that tells, gun, if, that, that tells gun, me that they were having a, a conversation at the same tone of their pace. But if your gun is drawn, it's not calm anymore. The guy's the guy's walking away, and you have no idea what he's doing next. I don't know. I don't think the gun should have been drawn, but again, we don't know what was happening before the video started. But that that's that's. Oh, you're, you're sorry, Lex. Yeah, no, I, I don't really have anything uh, other than the obvious, which you guys stated as well, was very well said. So this is definitely something that we're gonna follow up on uh, as the case progresses, and next week we'll bring it up again. And maybe we'll get some body cam footage. Maybe we'll that's get some true. body cam footage. Maybe there's there's some other angles, security cameras, other cell phone videos that come out. And we'll be able to comment more accurately. I don't want to uh, go in too deep on this without knowing more facts. But uh, moving on, uh, Sterling, tell us about what happened in the NBA. All right. So um, as we all know, the uh, the uh, bubble is taking place in Orlando at Disney World, and um, there was uh, there's been some really entertaining games. So let's not focus on just the negative, even though that's what we're about to do. We don't really talk about sports, but this is an interesting uh, you know crossover between. Um, cultural topics and, um, uh, you know, just the day-to-day -day interactions of the uh, NBA games, which are in the playoffs currently. So uh, a lot of people know who Luka Doncic is. He's an up-and-coming NBA superstar, uh, very young, very talented, and very skilled. Uh, he's also European and white. Um, that is relevant because a player on the L.A. Clippers, uh, sixth man of the year candidate, guy who comes off the bench, very good player as well, Montrez Harrell, um, him and Luka Doncic, they got into a little back-and-forth on the NBA court, which um, just a reminder says Black Lives Matter on it and is a uh, very pro the Black Lives Matter movement. And unfortunately in this exchange in the um, uh, commentary, it was recorded that Montrez Harrell called uh, Luka Doncic, and forgive me for my language, but a uh, bitch ass white boy. And uh, that uh, really does need to have a little level of discipline, at least something. Um, and it's a weird situation um, before we get into what the possible um, discipline should have been, it is relevant to bring up that Luka Doncic um, hurt his ankle that game and um, came back the next game and scored 40 points and it's a game-winning <laughs> three-point <laughs> field goal to um, even the series at 2-2. So um, not a very bitch-ass white boy move. I say, as did he say, ain't no bitch-assness. <laughs> he just became the youngest player to, to – to do a, a, a triple double with over forty points in the in the playoffs, ever. Uh, yeah, uh, he's a bad man. But uh, my my gut, my instincts telling me that I want to hear Sterling's point of view on this. Uh, that's Everett. I mean, you I'm sorry, confused. Uh, <laughs> Everett. I did not see this. I. What do you mean? My point of view is I don't think he should be calling anybody out there. Out their name. Do you think there should be any punishment because the NBA didn't punish Montrezl Harrell for saying that, and it was clearly caught on camera? Here's the thing: don't they usually punish people for saying things like that? In they usually get fined. Yeah, profanity. So and, uh, I don't know why they would skip this one. I mean, I you could say because of the because of the political climate, they're afraid to lose 
or maybe whatever viewers they have. You could say that, but you did say that. I did say that. Yeah. You're right. I um, think you. you I think you're spot on. That's exactly why. All the games start with the guys kneeling with Black Lives Matter t-shirts on, uh, with they're 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 supporting the movement as they should. They uh, predominantly. The league is, 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 is predominantly black. Pre- yeah. Predominantly black, so it, they, they they should be paying respects to the concerns of the majority of their players. I think these two things should be unrelated, though. I don't. I can't imagine. It, so you made a decision to not reprimand somebody for doing something that is wrong, right? Based off the race. Yeah, which is which is the same. <laughs> the thing. definition. This, this is of the whole what point. This is the whole point of the Black Lives Matter movement, man. You yeah, except in the NBA, the black lives are the majority. So it's. It's, it's, it's exactly what you said. So it's happening in reverse. We're talking about players, though, right? So yeah, the players. I, I mean, owners and stuff. So you would think that they, they would... Man, the owners, the owners are going to do what the players want because that's what's making them the money. I mean... The, the, well, the rules should apply is the thing that really stands yeah, out to the me. Rules like, the apply. rules don't change because of the times that we're in. Um, that kind of applies to a lot of different things, but if we're going to apply it in this specific situation, um, this was a great opportunity to promote equality and fairness between the races. You know, if this were if the roles were reversed, let's just play this hypothetical game real quick. Can you imagine the storm that would rain down on Luka Doncic if you were to call uh, Montrez Harrell the same version, but to use the word black instead of white? Bitch ass N word. Anything like that. I mean, there would have been a riot in Disney World. The NBA bubble would have been popped. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I gotta be, I gotta be honest. To him say a white boy, and if these dudes had said nigga, that's two different things. Yo. Or black boy. That wouldn't have gone over well. That wouldn't have gone over well. That's true, but it would have been more of a better comparison. Yeah, even if you didn't say better comparison, yeah, that's a better comparison. Yeah, yeah, but it just that just doesn't sound good. Who would who would be like <laughs> bitch ass black boy? Like who, well, that's that's no that's like a kindergarten insult. They're not gonna do that. He's grown men on a basketball court. He's trying to insult. It, it would have been the end. I mean, I mean, I mean, those bitch ass niggas technically. That's that's what you said. You're 13 years old. You a bitch ass nigga? Somebody said that's a grown man. Yeah, but I I've not said that in like 20 something years. Man, I heard you say that at work six years ago. <laughs> That's funny. A little lighthearted topic because, um, you know, luckily they did also get together. Uh, Montresero approached Luka Doncic before his 40-point game and apologized for, um, you know, what he had said. So that is a step in the right like direction. And maybe that is part of the reason why the NBA decided to stay yeah. out of this. No, I like, yeah, he I didn't like decide. They made him. Well, good. Doc but Rivers made him. That's fine. I, you know what's crazy? I do. I got to applaud that Doc Rivers made him say that with no kind of pressure from anywhere else. That's a, That's kind of important to say. It is important. And one more interesting fact that makes this, this matchup between these two so much more inter- uh, interesting, Doc Rivers, the coach of the Clippers, has a player on his team named Paul George, and Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. They didn't stay together. Doc Rivers' daughter married Seth Curry on the Dallas Mavericks. So Seth Curry on the Mavericks and Paul George on the Clippers have had a few exchanges on the court, um, you know, kind of over some off-the-court issues, if you will. So just another added dynamic. If you guys want to watch that series, it's tied 2-2 right now. Um, but by the time this airs, they'll be playing and it might be decided. So we'll see what happens. Yo, so what you're saying is that this girl can probably shoot, like, full-court shots. <laughs> she <laughs> she like, likes basketball players. She was she was born with NBA genes, yeah. so she was born with NBA in her. Mm-hmm. And she decided she wanted more NBA in her. Yep, there you go. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Hey man, that was just. I'm, I'm sorry to the ladies. <laughs> Never broke again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can transition now. <laughs> All right, Everett. 
we're gonna go to a topic that you're gonna love. We're 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 moving on to an event that happened uh, at the at the later part of last week, middle part to I'm, later part of last week. The, the real, DNC. I didn't, I didn't watch. Yeah, I'm be honest. RNC, I didn't watch either. DNC. The RNC is this week, so we'll be all watching that together to make sure we can give some informed commentary next week. Yeah, but DNC was this week. Um, they, they, it was two days. Yep. Day one, they had <laughs> day, day one they had a, a speaker that was a very acclaimed uh, Michelle Obama. Hey, what do you watch it for though? So like, I don't know. I think after, you, you, I if you're not into basketball, you can watch your team in the DNC, and you can watch your team in the RNC, and you can cheer for them. That, there's nothing more That's than that. That's a terrifying thought. That we look at it like as like as a spectator sport. I don't like that. RNC just sounds way better. The DNC, I don't know, man. The DNC, DNC is a medical procedure. As a former <laughs> DNC supporter, um, I cannot say either way which one yeah. sounds better. It's oh. kind of silly. Everett brings up a good point, though. It's silly to get your, your crew together so that way you can have a pep rally it's about essentially your political what it beliefs. Yeah. It's, it's a pep rally, but it's it, it, I have to believe that at some level it does help them uh, gain votes. You know, there, there's, there's people watching that may not have anything else to watch or, that are on the fence, you know? And, and depending on the content that they watch, it may help them decide which way they want to vote. You think like so? Ken After Bone from 2016? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I could see if it was before the primaries to get everybody rocked to go vote for whoever their candidate is, and then, and then you that will. No, no. Sense. This is this is the end. This is like I know that doesn't. This make is sense like the pep rally before the, the homecoming game or something. You know, like, I don't this care is the end pod. Like not, not that I don't care anymore, but I don't care to hear from these people anymore until it's at a, a stage when, it, when they're debating. Well, what well, you've never heard from from Biden and Miss Harris together. We so, did. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah. they well, walked out. They walked out stuff, together yeah. with masks on and told us we'd all be wearing masks for the next three months. Hey, man, the masks do not bother me. Other things bother me, but that that part doesn't bother me that much. I well, good. Real. Yeah. You you can get rid of it once you get the vaccine. I ain't getting no vaccine. I keep wearing <laughs> this mask, baby. You're not being a very good liberal liberal contributor to this show, Everett. Why? You're supposed to support the vaccine. I'm an independent. I'm just gonna tell you all that. I'm I'm looking forward to when they come out with a news story that says that the vaccine only works if you don't wear the mask. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. So, so uh, we kind of steered a little bit away off topic, but uh, I don't think any of us saw the DNC. We only saw some highlights. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things, and I know you guys disagree with me, and and, and don't want me to put this out you there. Say but this, what you about to say right now? <laughs> yeah. Do you have something better I'm to contribute? Turn your I do. Let's, do talk, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Michelle Obama and what she said about trying to take down Trump, and then Barack Obama taking down Trump. Why why are they so invested in their party after they're out of the um the the office? Like, do you be, think it's genuine? You know, you know what? It could be because they got a lot of slack for not being invested earlier on. You know what the answer to that is? Hunter Biden has a clone. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go, man. Jeez. No, guys, I I, I know uh, movie so magic this makeup. Man. This is an independent thought time hey, with Gucci, uh, Jose. Gucci 2.0. It's no, not look, Gucci. Look, <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred percent aware of of what makeup and movie magic can do for for a person, but this guy that spoke as Hunter Biden at the DNC for his, on behalf of his father Joe Biden does not look anything like Joe Biden's ever looked in his life. I gotta be real. The legal legal ramifications of this ever takes off of what you're saying right now is ridiculous. What ramifications? The guy doesn't look like the guy. Look at any picture, any image you've ever found on Google. So of you're Joe not Ar saying that he's not the guy. He just doesn't look like his, his normal self? I'm saying that that's an actor that they hired. I'm not saying he's a clone or any of and this crazy shit people say. It's not like you think about Gucci Mane. But this this guy's clearly someone who just kind of looks like him, and they hired him to speak on, on, on his behalf. Maybe he talks like his dad. Maybe he can't complete a sentence. Who knows? 
I don't know, man. I just, the I guy's been a drug addict most of his life, is documented. He's been an alcoholic most of his life, is documented. He probably can't make co- coherent statements. There's a lot of... Oh, never mind. I can't say that. I was about to say just now. It's a lot of conjecture. It, right? it, it is, but if you look at the images and, and don't think something is off, there's something off with you. Well, you know what? I'll say this. I am typically a, um interested like target audience when it comes to conspiracy theories. Uh, Jose, you and I are in another group chat. Well, I don't know. I think you're in the group chat, but you know uh, Phil, the guy we shot up before. Yeah. He is of the same mindset as you, um, you know, and I kind of just brush it off the same way. I, I, I'm not a believer in this particular topic, but I appreciate but, you sharing your, um, your own personal beliefs as this is not a reflection of uh, the Essential News Discussion group. It is, but I do encourage our viewers to, to you know, I'm not. Do your own research, right? Do your own research. Yeah. Do your own research. Look up his pictures. Look up his images. If I have, if we have any uh, cosmetic surgeons out there that think maybe he's had cosmetic surgery since the last time we've seen him, I don't know. All I know is that the guy that we saw wasn't the guy we have seen in the past. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a clone or any kind of crazy stuff. I'm thinking that maybe he's an actor, a fill-in, or the guy's had extensive plastic surgery and, 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 and modifications to his body since we've last seen him. To be honest, too, you did say he was uh, alcoholic before and drugs. When you're clean for a long time, you do look different, like a lot different. Sometimes people you see who are on drugs, they are not the same. Yeah, their hairline changes, their shape of their head changes. The eyes don't line up on the same spots as they used to before. Um, I don't know, I think you Noses are totally different shaped. Yeah, that happens when you get clean. I but anyway, I saw the picture you showed me, and you made up some of those points. But uh, keep oh, going. well, we were talking about the DNC. You covered that part. We didn't talk much about the RNC coming up. Is there anything about the uh, Republican National Convention coming I, up? I you guys do think it's funny that most of the speakers are, are all Trump. Oh yeah, you saw that meme going around about all the different speakers like hilarious. the My kinda, Pillow that's, guy. That's kind of funny. I might it was watch this for that. It was kind of funny. The My Pillow guy, Scott Baio, well, the, uh, the My racist Pillow, couple the, the in St. Louis. The My Pillow guy might legitimately be a speaker. Who? It's like it's most. For the beginning, though, the first part is mostly, I think it's Trump and his family, right? Okay. Only, yeah. It's kind of interesting. He's very, what's that word when you're um you're very uh, pro, like putting your family in political positions and everything? What, you oh, know? nepotism. Oh. Nepotism. Thank Bi- you. Yes, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to call it Bidenism. <laughs> no. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay. He did get uh, his entire family jobs. But anyways. I didn't know that. Yeah. His brother, his sons. I don't. Th- I think Trump has them beat. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. yeah, they all work in the Trump organization. Right, so he's he's more of a nepotist, if that's the right word. Yeah. I think it is. They, uh, they, don't, is. They, they don't all work for the White House. No, they, they, yeah. all, they all work for the Trump organization, his business. I mean, no, they right, he built. So he's only been in politics for a little while. Right. Yes, so yeah, more of Biden's family, more than likely, has been in politics. He's been in politics for a long time. Yeah. But they There's gave no way around they, that. They, they all work in the family business. I'm, I'm looking he lobbied c- private companies to give his family jobs. It's a different thing. Uh, I they're they comparing all, 30 years to 4 years. Yeah. And and or or 40 years of him being in business. We'll, we'll settle it with this. They're both uh into nepotism, That's which a little bit different though. You said lobby so you're saying that if 20 years from now I go to Lexus, I go to I go to a dealership that I worked at and I get my son a job. Nepotism. Yeah, that's not nepotism. 100%. It, it is. Not, maybe it, that's literally not the that, definition that, of that, that's not the favor. that's not the same thing because you don't leverage anything. You just ask for a favor from someone you know. He's he's getting favors based on things that he's done while he was in political office for those people. Yeah, you're you're on the minority it's, it's, on this it's, one. It's, it's yeah, that's not that you, you're not nepotism. I, like of all the things to pick on Joe Biden, <laughs> I don't think this it. is it. 
They didn't it, man. But on the uh, RNC side, is there anything we're looking forward to moving forward uh, as that is the convention coming up? I already told you how I feel about these conventions, man. You don't care. It, it is. It's a pep rally. It is. I, I, I personally, I prefer the debates. There's there's more to accomplish when, when opponents are going face-to-face. Let, let's, let's be honest. Trump is a more entertaining uh, person when it comes to these type of events. So I am kind of looking forward to him when he gets into his zone. He comes up with his nicknames and he starts making I'm, the jokes. I just want to see the highlight reel. Who yeah, over, okay. There you go. Things he says after, like, after the fact. Sterling taught me a new word last week. He, he said um, Biden does these things called gaffes. Gaffes. Yeah. Gaffes. It's a it's a word. Why'd you whisper it? It's a word. Because that's the way he said it. Like he has to say it in that way. Because I don't know, man. I can't say it in my voice. My my, my normal voice can't even say that word. Uh, just... ben, ben Shapiro used the word gaff too. Ah. Um, yeah. So that, that moving on. That validates <laughs> the manliness of the oh, word gaff. Jesus. The next that topic, guy. Jose. Do you know anything about this? Rap is not music. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you lead because as always, you open them all up since you're our expert and our <laughs> founder and editor. All right, so this topic is New York City. Yeah, uh, man. Nas and Jay-Z got albums come out on the same day. Oh, that's uh, right. Everett oh, is our Jay, entertainment uh, Jay dropped one last week, too? No, th- no, they got new albums come out next week. No, right? he just dropped one Friday. Nas oh, then, dropped it Friday. Then Jay-Z had one. They got two, they got two product projects coming at the same time. All right, well, that's good information to Thank know. You. New York City is also in crisis. Uh, there was an article on N, uh, Central News Discussion, talked about uh, New York City is dead forever. It's a um, segment on Fox Business. There's a YouTube clip. Um, part of the reason is there's been a mass exodus of people and business from New York City um, because of the coronavirus, the restrictions, the pandemic, all the stuff that's been related. Uh-huh. And a lot of people are concerned that things aren't going to go back to anywhere close to normal. In New York? Yep, New York City. What do you be, think? I got to be honest. I don't know why people haven't done a mass exodus of New York before this. Yeah. Death. I mean, I don't know. It's it's cost of living's high, but it's not like living in California where you have people like literally using the bathroom in the street. It's it's not the same. It's kind of tough though every because week. <laughs> he he's he's obsessed with the fact that they can use the bathroom on the street. I think he wants to do Jeez, it. Jeez, man. <laughs> I mean, um, it's How have you been to California? <laughs> so what the difference is in New York is that you have these tight small apartments that you have to live in, and in California, at least you have a little bit more real estate to stretch out. Um, the beach in California is going to beat the beach in New York, um, in my opinion. So, I mean, if I'm wrong on this, I'm wrong. But there just seems to be more attractive yeah. qualities. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, turds on the sidewalk, nice beaches. I'm going to go with no turds on the sidewalk. You'd rather live to in a closet honest, than live in a bedroom? I'd be real with y'all. I'm, I'm more afraid of Florida becoming crazy crowded by the time my kids are an adult. I, I can see that happening. I feel like a lot well, of if, New Yorkers if, if, go to the Tampa area. A lot of true. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa And Tampa is, is A lot of them up. come here. I don't yeah. like Tampa at all. A lot of them come here. Orlando, well, Orlando is a hotbed. haves and the have-nots. Yes. Or, or I, th- I think Orlando is a hotbed too for for people moving from from other states. I That's mean, true. They they've most of them have already been here because they've you know vacationed Disney, here because Universal. of Disney, Universal, SeaWorld. So, so when they think of Florida, yeah, they, man, I like SeaWorld the best actually. It's probably like one of the better hidden secrets, yeah. but um, that blackfish thing kind of did take them down a little I bit. I don't care about them fishes. <laughs> Yo, yeah, come that, on. The documentary was pretty pretty damning. Bro, come on! Like, don't don't say stuff against the animals here. Yeah, you're. Have you you're, been on the Kraken? You're, you're a liberal. Amazing. You're, you're supposed to oh, be pro animal. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm go. I'm joking. I'm a vegetarian. Look, I, Are I don't you full vegetarian now. No. Oh, so you <laughs> okay? You, you still eat you chicken? Wanna, you want to eat some bacon? <laughs> I'm just being. Re- I'm just being ridiculous. I can go right for now. some bacon right now. I I can't eat bacon. You know what's crazy? I ordered some, some Perkins with turkey bacon. That was real bacon. And I couldn't stop eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I thought we were all brown <laughs> on this podcast. Why are you <laughs> eating at Perkins? That's funny. Anyways, Woods, shout out to Perkins. Yeah, I made good food. Yeah, free advertisement. Hey, but listen. So, New York is going through a crisis. I don't disagree with the points of the guy that that they that Fox News chose, by the way, to to talk about this. He looks like the least credible person you could talk to about anything. Like, he, the, like, the, like, the, like the scientist from The Simpsons. <laughs> no, <laughs> he he looks like like the Floyd Haven. He looks like the Doc from Back to the Future, like thirty years before he was the Doc from Back to the Future, like when he was young. You need to watch The Simpsons, man. It's, it's that guy. Glasses. Yeah. All of it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, the, the guy doesn't look very credible, but he made some good points. A, lo- a lot of the major businesses uh, have figured out that maybe we don't need to come back because everyone's working from home. We don't have to pay for, for, for the real estate that we use to, to operate. A lot of these big office buildings downtown uh, and, or Midtown is, is, yep. is where the majority of them work. Sixth Avenue is Six, referenced in the uh, yeah, video. Sixth Avenue is refer- referenced in the video. Uh, a lot of the shopping – uh, higher higher end shopping that's there is is gone. Well, here's what, all that's gonna happen is um, the prices of real estate and stuff are gonna go down a little bit. It's like a big reset. It is. It feels like a big reset coming. It's it's, 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 it's been coming for. It's a long time coming. Long it's, time. It's coming. a natural correction of things, I guess. But anyways, these big companies have figured out that the majority of their employees are the. The, the work can be done from home, so they don't have to pay for, for real estate in these buildings. And, and then in turn, these buildings are going to sit empty. Whoever owns them is going to go into a foreclosure because they can't rent them out anymore because everyone's working from home. And that's going to start hurting New York's tax revenue, which I'm sure it started already. Um, and it's, it's, it is it's a trickle-down effect. I know people don't believe in trickle-down economics, but... but everything it, else works in a very similar fashion. Everything and, else works. And yeah. you know what? They've had to make some cutbacks already into the police force, and I know they're talking about defunding the police and everything. Uh, crime in the um, chart they show is over 170% increase over the prior year. So, I mean, you have a lot and, of factors to consider. And that's but considering that's a, a lockdown because they were they were on a serious lockdown for, for, what, a month, month and a half? Correct. Yeah. They've had to scale back some of the police force already. Yeah, they just were because um, of the coronavirus. They I haven't been following this more than just we, more than the yeah, article. No, we, we've we've yeah, never yeah, here in Florida yeah. been as locked down as they were for that month and a half, mm-hmm. and somehow they still year over year increase crime one hundred and seventy percent. So the, New it, York is wild, man. Yeah, and, the, uh, and I didn't post it on uh, end, but in doing some additional research, um, they took some of these crime tactical units. I forget exactly what they're called off the street in New York, and so what their goal was was to try to remove some of the guns, especially the illegal guns. From um, and being in the circulation, so obviously more guns in circulation, more use of guns, more death and more crime. So that's the short version of it. Uh, New York, hopefully they're not dead forever. Great city. Um, looking forward to them bouncing back. But um, by all uh, metrics, it seems like it's a little ways away. It, if, it, if it, at all. It, it's sad for me personally to see. I mean, uh, I, I I grew up for a large portion of my childhood in New York. Uh, pretty much all the from kindergarten to like eighth grade, I, I lived there, and and I. I Still, to this day, I've been in Florida for over 20 years, but I consider New York home. And uh, it, I'm sad to see the, the state they're in, but serves them right, man. They, they If they keep voting the way they do, it's it's going to keep did happening. You, did you go to high school here? Yeah. So I, I, at eighth grade, I came here. Can I ask you a question? I've always wondered this. Why do you consider New York home? You spent most of your life in Florida. That's a, lot, that's a common thing, actually. I spent my childhood there, man. I, 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 I do consider myself a Floridian. I don't consider myself a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. But when I think... Home, you know, you, you you think back where you're from. You think you're when you think home, you think Perry. You don't think Orlando, and you've probably at this point in your life I think been Orlando. in Orlando a long time. I've been in Orlando most of my life. I mean, yeah, I think here. You know, it's crazy. I think here, I think Perry, I think Virginia, all like kind of the same in my head. It's weird, jumbled up. But when I think of home, I think of Georgia. 
which is interesting. Yeah. I was born in California, raised mostly in Georgia until I graduated high school, but then yeah. I've been in Florida more than I've been in Georgia. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've I'm good question. Thirty four, been in Florida twenty years, so only been here since I was fourteen. Fourteen years in New York, or not even because I was I, I got there when I was five. So nine years in New York, twenty here. But you were thirteen here because you were in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. I, I I turned fourteen when I got here. So you came here, you listened to Nas, you came down here from the 69 bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I came down here listening to Nas. There they go, there they go. Stillmatic. <laughs> Stillmatic. Best album. That's my favorite album of all time. Rap album, but, but you keep going. But anyways, uh, yeah. that was just me, uh, my final thoughts and expressing my love for the city, even though it serves them right for uh, voting the way they do. I like New York, though, man. I visited, I mean, I had one of my wildest adventures in New York, but that's another Another podcast. day, another, another, another story, another podcast. This, this isn't uh, the stories of married Everett. No, I've been three different people in my life. We could, that's a whole different thing, though, yo. Ow. <laughs> Let's go on. Jose, bring us on to the next one. All right, so it's our update on the USPS. Sterling, bring us in on this one. All right, so the United States Postal Service. I never could have imagined in my life that it would be more relevant than it is right now. And um, everybody's focused on it. Uh, Trump thinks that the United States Postal Service is going to be used to um, defraud voters of their inalienable, inalienable rights to vote fairly. And the Democrats think that Trump is illegally blocking use of the USPS during the pandemic. So the USPS is in the middle just being the um, political pawns of both sides. And um, what's the most interesting aspect that came out and the reason for the development is – it was revealed that the United States Postal Service is actually operating at a cash positive uh, position year after year. The reason why they're showing a negative profit is because they have this weird accounting measure where they look at health insurance and social security benefits and um, other expenses that are typically not taken care of this way, and they carry them forward. 75 years so without a background in accounting i can't get into much more detail but that's a large expense to try to carry over and cover in the form of costs so um, what that leads to is for the foreseeable future that cost has to be covered and that leads to a net uh, operating profit uh, year over year and this was in 2007 so we're about 13 years in to a um loss by the United States Postal Service, but in reality, they're they're making more money than they're spending every year. So what do you guys think about this weird accounting measure being the reason why the post office is viewed as a failing entity when in really it's it's not reality it's not? I don't know how to feel about it actually. I mean I kind of get the concept of them trying to um, protect, I guess, retirement benefits and for people who are employed. But at the same time you're paying for it way in advance. And I also got to ask, are they paying into it at all? Are the employees themselves too? There's a lot of stuff I don't know about it, to be honest with you. I have, do have one question. As far as you know, Sterling, does the USPS pay uh, taxes? Does the USPS pay taxes? Because the only thing I'm, I can think of on why they have their accounting set up this way is because they show a loss because of all the money that they're investing in these pension plans, and it reduces their tax liability. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. Actually. That's a good good question because we don't know the reason why they're doing this um, unusual tactic of carrying forward their. That is true. Know, I can't remember it. it so I've heard too. I heard. I know it's a heard it's like a part of the government. I also heard it's I, not a part I, of the government. I, yeah, I, but they have postal inspectors who are who are federal officers. Though they do, they make arrests. They made I think about eight hundred arrests or so. From, yeah. 
over. Oh, they were actually the arresting party for uh, Steve Bannon. So perhaps they're uh, really. Yeah, I did Bannon, not know that. Steve Bannon was arrested by the United States Postal wow. Service. Wow. <laughs> not many people know that. Yeah. For the uh, so he was uh, Steve Bannon. Just for anybody who doesn't know, was arrested in conjecture. In conjuncture. Yeah. And he was arrested because he was affiliated with a group that was um, collecting money to build the wall. And uh, the allegation is they were not using it for such uh, oh, you know, they, means. And so they, they committed they, postal fraud. Ah, that makes sense. No, they, they, they didn't use fraud. a portion of it. They, I think it was like a couple hundred thousand. from Not enough from, to not get arrested. From millions yeah. that they raised or a mi- over a million or something that they raised. You sure, oh, was, so that, you sure was that little? Yeah, so they were, in the same, they were the same ballpark that Black Lives Matter is for the amount of money they collect and the amount of money that goes to the community. Yeah, that's similar. <laughs> I, I don't know think. about that part. I would say so, but it, it, no Black Lives Matter leaders are getting arrested. That's for sure, because yeah. well, a lot of money. We can't do that in our political right? climate. Well, so I did a little bit of reading on this um, New York Times article from 2019, referenced about 40, 41 percent of the money collected from Black Lives Matter goes to consultants. How I don't know what consultants are, but almost half of the money seems like a bit excessive. The other 28 percent. Somewhere in that ballpark goes to payroll, salaries, and like recurring expenses. So we're about 70% of the money that's collected for Black Lives Matter does not go to the cause. This was per the New York Times article in uh, 2019. So So it's a year old information. So the rest of the percentage that doesn't go to the people uh, or for the causes that the the people originally donated for. There's what, an what article portion a couple weeks ago about that actually that they collected a bunch of money, but they but the money did go to I thought it went to political so action that was, committees. That yeah, was the, ad, the allegation. But political action committees can be consultants, so that doesn't that mean could be why just because it says consultants doesn't mean that it's not accurate. So what do you guys think about the USPS actually operating at a profit? Does that change anything in your eyes? Like, should we be bailing out a co- uh, an organization that actually is running profitably? They're making money off of the way they're doing business now. Yeah, and and that's that's something none of us I don't think knew before this this video came or this this article came out. Um, personally, I, I I don't feel bad for them. I don't think we should bail them out. And, and and the main reason why people are so concerned with them being bailed out, because no one cared about the post office. Everyone made the jokes. Everyone still prefers FedEx or UPS over them. I mean, let's let's be serious. Be, before this this thing became political, most people preferred the the versions of the the post office that that are privately ran. We weren't going there for a reason. Yeah, you're right. It, it, to be honest, I don't believe in mail. Uh, vote about that. If you can go vote in person, I think you should always do that. That's my opinion. Hey, Dr. Right. Fauci said you can do it. As Listen. long as you social distance, wear masks, and all that stuff. I voted in person Listen, last time. This That's how I've always felt. The Democrats feel like like less people will show up to vote because of concerns for coronavirus. That they created. But, but, the, but the Democrats also Not are the ones. that they created the coronavirus, that they created the concerns, sorry. But, but also the Democrats are the ones who mostly believe that, that masks are efficient and masks are necessary because they work. If they work, Put one on and go vote. And also, if they I work, agree. why do we free the prisoners? Oh, sorry, that's unrelated, I guess. But that's that's just it. That's if, a, if, that's if they, a if, different conversation. If if masks truly work the way you guys say it, they do, and you guys are mandating everyone to wear them, if masks work at the at the level you think they do, put one on and go vote. I agree. I can't uh, argue with you on that one. I did find the information that I was looking for in regards to Black Lives Matter. So this is a quote um, from. Man, yeah, it is the New York Times. I doesn't say it on here, but 
According to information provided to factcheck.org, uh, about one quarter of Black Lives Matter expenditures in fiscal year 2019 went to salaries, benefits, and payroll taxes, and 46% went to consultant fees. So my question is, I didn't, I'll be honest, I did not realize that a nonprofit, which I think is what they are, had to pay taxes still. That doesn't seem right. Oh, for you know what? They, they right. don't pay taxes on, on, on the companies or on the organization's income, but the employees that work for them do still pay taxes. No, so why not, do they no, have no. employees? But, uh, but here's the thing, though. If you're... Are they are they nonprofit? They're, they are nonprofit. Non-pro- nonprofits can have employees. Who's going to do all the work? Good, Goodwill is a good example of a nonprofit, and people go and punch in and out of Goodwill stores every day. They shouldn't have to pay taxes. See, yeah, if you're not a profit, you don't pay taxes. I don't, think no, they, I, don't, I don't think they're a nonprofit. You pay taxes on payroll. Yes, you do. So that's the only aspect of taxes that they have yeah, to Yeah, they don't pay an income tax. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. They don't pay income tax. It doesn't say anything about payroll in this quick uh, search we did, but just an interesting observation. And the reason why I wanted to get into that is because I think the more public information we have about how things operate is beneficial when we start asking for money from taxpayers to support businesses. And then you find out right before the bill is supposed to pass because it got passed in the House uh, either Friday or today. I forget which day. But why are we bailing out a company that's actually running an operating profit? year in and year out. The only reason why it shows negative as a net profit is because they decided to carry forward 75 years of benefits. The only thing, I do think it would be dangerous to let them go under and then privatize Melville because but, but, prices but, would but when, they, you, they when you say go under, under, when you say go under, what does that mean? Like if you come up with these arbitrary ways of accounting for money, any business can go under. Amazon can go under. Oh, instead of carrying it 75 years, carry it forward, you know, 7,000 years. Hey, I'm not even arguing that. I'm just saying that we shouldn't allow them to not exist. I don't think. We're, no, but, but they're, how, they're allowing themselves they're not allowing, to exist. Yeah. They're deciding to keep records in a way that is misleading. And then with that misleading information, they're saying, we need help. So do you think it'd be like someone who's not homeless question. on the side of the street with a sign that says homeless, please help. That's exactly what so, they're doing. So do you think that maybe the government is using post office money for other, for other Both things? Both sides are. No, I'm saying That's the, the part. The government in general. I'm saying they're probably using for other things, right? I'd imagine. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> for a while now the government's been desperate for money. And so one of the ways that they can get money is hiding it in organizations like the United States Postal Service. Yep. They uh, tax as much as they can. I mean, if you think about your money, you get taxed when you earn it. You get taxed when you spend it. Businesses get taxed when they pay it. Um, this doesn't seem like the way that we were supposed to be getting taxed in a reasonable manner. We should be throwing tea in the Boston Harbor, but uh, for whatever reason, we're distracted with a lot of other things right now. Man, we don't throw tea in harbors. <laughs> we burn cars and, and buildings and dealerships now. That's the way we protest. Correct. It's the high-end uh, dealerships and stores that have to pay for yeah, the The Mercedes-Benz store is so racist. we got to burn that one down because a cop shot someone. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Dealerships are racist, though. Well, we all have dealership experience, so we're going to be a little biased. I am and not going to be part of this conversation. I still earn my living and, and earn a very good one supporting my family through work I do at a car dealership. I agree. Shout Me out too. to all the owners in Central Florida. They're all fantastic. Y'all still racist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a perfect segue. <laughs> uh, Everett, do you mind covering the next and last topic? So the biggest thing uh, for me is that there's finally news about what's happening with Batman. I'm more excited than Where the Where can they see it? Where can they find the information happening with Batman? Like a trailer or anything? Oh, yeah. On, on, on uh, essentialnews.com on the inter- entertainment page or on my Twitter. Yeah, your, art is a <laughs> your art is a mirror. <laughs> your art is a mirror. Y-A-I-M. Well, Y underscore A underscore I underscore A underscore M. Uh, M. 
And then on the website, he left off the backslash uh, entertainment. So if you go to essentialnewsdiscussion.com backslash entertainment, you'll be able to see Everett's uh, news feed pop in from his Twitter account, and you'll be able to see some other sections from some other contributors that do a great job. Shout out to Brian, who does the sports page. Shout out to Seville, who does the style page. Shout out to Everett, who does the entertainment page. And uh, we're all working to build you a better product. And shout out to the most recent uh, news uh, member, uh, Phil. He's managing the money page. Oh, really? And uh, he's the minority in the group now, which is nice. So that's pretty cool because um, he's white. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. All I care about really is that uh, Ben Affleck is about as, as back as Batman. You like Flash. this? Yeah. He, to me, in the costume, he's maybe the best Batman. That's my opinion. Second to that, to me, I what have do you mean by in the costume? Like he looks the most like yeah, Batman. Yeah, looks like he, he plays the but no, even actually, more he, than Christian Bale. That's crazy. He's actually the best Bruce Wayne, I think. So I think he might be the best Batman in general. Christian Bale is the, is the worst Batman in my really. Opinion. Yeah, it's terrible. Think about this, right? Out of three movies, he's always overshadowed by the villain. Every single movie. Not the first one. I sure, am. Liam Neeson outdid him. No, he did not. In my opinion. Well, in my opinion. I think in two of the three, he was outshadowed by he the villain. Say, but Heath Ledger, I mean, come on, man. That, like, that performance was legendary. Tom and then, Hardy? And then, unfortunately, when he passed, that just kind of raised the level even more shortly after. You know what I mean? So you think, I mean, Tom, no, Tom Hardy did a great job, too. Yeah. Tom Hardy did a great job, he, too. He got, Tom Hardy, even the guy who played Harvey Dent, um, Aaron Eckert, outdid yeah. him. Yeah, he just, he just, he's just not a, he's just not a, he's not a very, um, I, for some I, reason, I, he's a great actor, too. He's a great, he's a great what actor. Is, what's just crazy to me? He, 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 I, I actually, you know sure. what? He's, he's not the worst Batman. George, George Clooney is the worst Batman. It's for that, it's for I wouldn't say George, Clo- George Clooney is the worst Batman either. But also, Christian Bale is is not the worst Batman, and not even second the worst. He's probably okay. Let's let's take away his role Val as Kilmer? the Batman. I don't think Valkyrie was a bad Batman. I think those are bad movies. Michael Keaton. No, Michael Keaton's not the worst Batman. I'm telling you, not the worst. I'm saying like these are Batmans that are better than Christian Bale in your opinion. I agree. Oh, no, you don't he agree. Did, he I did. was giving you Would you, would you agree oh, that, that, that that Dark Knight series are the best Batman movies, period? Yeah, but not because of him. He's the weakest part of those movies. Wow. You, you can't have the, the best Batman movies ever with the, bat, with the worst Batman ever. Think that doesn't make any sense. Think about it. He was so weak that the movie I did well, which was the middle one, Dark Knight, did the best, right? It was, it was, so, it was so centered around the villain, they made a Joker movie standalone. You did a bad job, man. You didn't. You didn't no, do it. It's not because they did a bad job. It's just because the legend of that movie grew. Again, like I said, unfortunately, because Heath Ledger passed away. That that role is like, it's the final role, right? But here's the my, last. But here's my did. argument, though. I think that had Heath Ledger still survived, right, or been, been alive now, he would have just been maybe the biggest actor in Hollywood right now because of that movie. He still would out. He still would overshadow uh, Christian Bale because Tom Hardy got a bunch of work after. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises also because of that. Yeah, he did he, that he terrible did. Venom movie. Actually, I kind of liked it. Yeah, me too, actually. He I did got a, a bad rap, actually. No, the Venom a, movie was like a 6 out of 10. No, it's more than that. I enjoyed it. Like it. a 7 or an 8. The, the, reason why, the reason why it was bad wasn't because of Tom Hardy. It's because Sony this made, made only, their own version of Venom. It's not Marvel's Venom. What well, is Marvel's Venom? That's uh, Lethal Protector number one. So that's the Venom in California. The only problem is they couldn't put Spider-Man in it. But everything else is, is not accurate, but it's sort of You can't have Venom insane. without Spider-Man. That's just not a thing. <sighs> But it, you kind of can, though. I think there, it was kind of better than comment. when Topher Grace was Venom. That was the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was. I don't. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. You know what's I, crazy about that movie? But at least that that suit was on Spider Man before it was on before it was on uh, Flash Gordon or whoever. It's my Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson, yeah. But he's playing Eddie Brock though. Oh, it was Eddie. It's the Eddie Brock. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Brock, Brock is different. Yeah, it's different. I was gonna say when you said Flash Thompson, I was like, wait, am I lost? 
No. Uh, but well, if for the Batman movie that's coming out, sorry, what do you think? Geeks over here. What do you think about the the bad guy in this movie, the Riddler? I like the Riddler. So the Riddler is um, is it Jim Carrey again in a green spandex suit or no? You know what's crazy? He would have been a great Joker. They put him in the wrong character for that movie. It was a bad idea. But um, who would have been a good Riddler? Right? Nobody though. Not in that uh, at that sense. time period, yeah, and, not, yeah, and that, the way they wanted it, it was destined to fail. Yeah, that movie did. The movie made money though, actually. The Riddler was that before or after uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. That's before. Before no, it was the same movie. No, it's not. I Mr. thought it was the Mr. same Mr. for a Mr. second. Mr. Freeze is with boys. Is with a uh, Poison Ivy and Bane. That oh, whack, yeah, the weak right. version that's of Bane. Right. Like that's the right. wackest right. version that's you right. can ever imagine of Bane. Bane before you he got wonder, into working out. You ever wonder why the Bane in all the movies, he's never Mexican when he's posing Mexican from the comic books? You ever thought about that before? There's, there aren't any Mexican or Hispanic superheroes that I can think of. But Bane's a Miles Mexican Morales, villain. though. But Bane's, Bane's a Mexican villain. He doesn't even get to be full Hispanic. Now they made him half black, right? Yeah. Good for him. No, but he's only a third. He's a third, he's a third black, a third Hispanic, <laughs> and a third gay. He can't be. No. He's gay in the book, though. Oh uh, really? Yeah, that's I what didn't I know that. Um, but anyway, not in the movies, but the, the, yeah. the comic book version is. But anyway, um, I thought you were just being homophobic. Oh well, he's not gay though. He's what bisexual, about, right? What do you think about Rob Patterson being Batman? Rob Patterson, I think I I wasn't for it, uh, just because I know how skinny the dude is. My my wife, uh, shout out to my wife, she's she was a huge Twilight fan, so I I kind of like had to watch Twilight like six nights a week at one point. I apologize. Yeah, she she loves the shit. But uh, sorry for the for the SHI word, but uh, it's what I think of the movies. You already said it. Just keep going. Hey, listen, man. It's a family show. Gotta gotta make sure people know. Yeah, kids listen to this. Got kids listening. Anyways, she was a huge Twilight fan. I've watched all three of those movies at least seventy two times. Really, I've never seen. I saw the first one because I wanted to know what it was about. Yeah, I mean, I, they grew on me. I'm not gonna lie. But anyways, uh... I, they did. I, I mean, there's no choice, bro. When you sleep to them every night. Like, you literally fall asleep, and they're still playing, and you're dreaming the movie while you're sleeping. Like, uh, my wife has a reality TV addiction. I don't watch reality TV by myself. Yeah, it's it's insane. But anyways, insane. I... I like that's cool. You have a crush on Rob Patterson. That's, that's cool. No, I mean, so whenever... I, he's Batman. No, whenever I see his... See movie whenever though. I see his name, I associate the skinny-looking, anorexic vampire dude. The reason why Jose likes Rob Patterson is... Pattinson is because Donald Trump likes Rob Pattinson. Do you remember really? that? No, yeah. I don't know anything do about this? this. No. What is this? So when Kristen Stewart and Rob Patterson, Pattinson broke up because I think Kristen Stewart cheated on him, uh, Donald Trump was like throwing all of his support behind Rob Pattinson. I don't remember this all at all. How do, you, how do you remember this? Uh, I think it was like a several oh, jokes. Wow. No, it was a whole bunch of jokes on SNL because uh, Kristen Stewart hosted like one of the worst episodes of SNL ever. She's awful. Yeah, she's not a good actress. She's yeah. not funny. And um, I don't know, it was just a little too political for my particular taste, so maybe that's uh, poisoning the waters, if you will. But uh, yeah, she showed the, the tweets that Trump put out uh, supporting Robert Pattinson in the breakout and telling, talking about how great of an actor he was and he was going to go on to be great things and he was handsome and like just all these she, funny things. She was saying the opposite? I'm confused. Well, no, she posted. If somebody she, won, it was, it was him. So she showed that about Donald Trump. And as an attempt yeah, he's to, like, the Batman. to, yeah. un, to un, she lost. To undermine She's Charlie's his presidency. The whack yeah. one. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Like I didn't even realize she was in that horrible she, movie. She was supposed to be like the A-lister, and I think it was a bunch of people that I hadn't heard of before. And uh, a remake of a show that wasn't that good to begin well, with. The, the show is popular. Not the show. I'm sorry. A remake of a movie that wasn't that good, right? Char but uh, the movies were popular. Cameron Diaz? They made so much money. Did they? Lucy yeah. Liu, Cameron yeah. Diaz? Yeah, that movie was big. Yeah, Who was big. the third one? 
It was uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Think about that. It was wow. in the 90s. Okay. It was Cameron wow. Diaz. Early, early 2000s. Yeah. That was first, like First was 99. Nah. Yeah. The original one? I don't remember. No, the original before, one is before I was in high school. Did they the make The original one is the one in the 70s. No, but the original movie is before I was in high school. We're going to do a quick fact check we're real gonna, quick. We're going to fact check that. Now, did they do two of those good uh, Charlie's Angels movies? I should say Lucy Liu was... was uh, she was a fan favorite amongst uh, a lot of people. Huh. Yep. Great actress. Yeah. Fantastic. One of the best. Um, but yeah, they did that awful remake with Kristen Stewart. And, All right. Um, the, the first one, the, the 2000s version, the first one was in October of 2000. Ooh. Oh, you got me. Jose wins. You got me. Tell him what he wins, Everett. Not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure he gets that after the show. Hey, shout out to Drew, to Drew Barrymore. Uh, closing thoughts on Batman, maybe? Um, I think Rob Patterson. I'm not convinced yet. Too small. I, I watched too the trailer. Small. Yeah, and he looks so he's evil. Frail. It's like I, the the hair he's and the armor. eyeliner but is too much. From my Twilight experience, I can tell you that this dude bulked up though. That's a problem. <laughs> he bulked up. He's like my size. That's crazy. That's not. That's terrible. Yeah, he's like three times his body size right now. <laughs> <laughs> when they said Robert Pattinson, I thought it was a weird fit for Batman, a superhero, because uh, but, yeah, he is on the slender side. But I mean, I can see the connection. He goes from vampire to bat. It's makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy. This movie's not gonna. That movie's gonna do well the first week. I think it's gonna bomb after that. I don't think it's gonna be that great. It looks like they're trying to overstylize it. And whenever you do that, you have a here's a, here, here's the thing. And I don't want to squad make, makes me think about that. I don't want to set the expectations too high here, uh, but I I do think the guy's a better actor than the most recent Batman's. Uh, Christian uh, Bale, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, and and Christian Bale. I don't know, man. Ben Affleck is a good actor. You've seen the. the I mean, come on, man. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a better fan. You like fan. the town? Yeah. Wait, you like the, the town? The town was really good. That's Look, I'm really not saying movie. he's terrible. I'm just saying I think Robert Patterson is more skilled as an actor than than. But I think sir, it doesn't matter. And you're basing that off of the Twilight series. And and he some is. and some of the he other is. flicks. There's other flicks. What name? What? That's true. He's in like the. the no, no, no you not you ever. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What's the name of that movie where he's a uh, uh, in a circus? He said I can't name the movies, man. Man, I can't name the movies, but the movie's a good movie where he's in a circus and it's a, like a traveling circus. And that's Hugh Jackman. That's the greatest showman. No, man, not the greatest showman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's <laughs> no, not that one. There's another one. Anyways, look, I don't remember the movies, I, but I, but I do know that that the dude when he whenever he portrays a character, I believe that he's that guy. You yeah, know you're I like mean? that's a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> bro, there's you're no. right. They sparkle in daylight. Yeah, it's glittery as shit. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Trump likes him. There you go. I see pedophile connect right there. He was a pedophile in that movie. He's like 400 years old. That girl was 14 years old. He, he died when he was 17, so he was still 17, bro. Not 300 years later, he's not. But call the call like he's like he, like he 11 years old. He's also 50. Listen, listen, <laughs> not quite, but. I, I personally, I think the movie is going to be uh, a different side of Batman we and haven't lukewarm. seen. No, it's a different side of Batman we haven't seen. We haven't seen a guy. Remember, Bruce Wayne is this guy who's you know tormented by his past. He's very emotionally unstable. The Batmans we've had, like they're like Tony Starks more than, than they are Bruce Waynes. Not Ben Affleck though. Uh, he's a he's a good Bruce Wayne actually. And he, everything he had was like some kind of like connection to his parents. That's the whole point of his character. They they're not these dark brooding types. And I think Robert Pattinson is gonna is gonna bring that 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 out in Batman in a, in a way that's never been brought out before. I think it's gonna be like a long My Chemical Romance music video. That's what I <laughs> sounds like so, sounds like something that's right down your alley. As a good band. I when do lie. you think this is supposed to come out? Or do they? Announce they it's it's, it's in 2021. This is part of that DC fandom thing that they did, right? Yeah. 
It looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm more of a Marvel guy, obviously, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll consume any type of superhero movie stuff. Yeah, I'll try. I'll give, it, I'll give of, it a shot. Yeah, I'll yeah. give I'll give every superhero movie a shot, pretty much. Yeah, I, I had to give uh, the... Did you what, watch Birds Bat, of Prey? Batman v Superman? I had to give that like 50 shots. That movie but sucked. I, found, yeah. I finally watched it all, though. It, it was a 5 out of 10, in my opinion. Yeah, that movie's ter- it, not that, terrible. That's it's generous. Not, it's not the worst movie I ever saw before, but it was not good. It, it, no lie, it took me like a dozen times to get I mean, obviously, it. DC is less than Marvel, right? We agree with that? Just the production the mo- value? No. Movie-wise? Uh, movie no. Movie-wise, yes. But I, I do movie think there are their arsenal of superheroes that I think is superior. Marvel does more with less. I would love if they made a good Justice no, League No, no, Marvel has a lot of good superheroes that people don't even think about. Unless you're a comic book person. Superman is literally the king of, super, of superheroes. There's no... I hate Superman. But there's no higher... Yeah. Why? Well, he can do everything. Yeah, he can do it's everything. So, every book is so boring. It is. But he's, he's so but dumb. If he he's fails, so if he, if he dumb, fails, he can just turn the, but if we, the earth backwards. And yeah, he's so time. dumb, yeah. If, if they were real, which they're not, we're, we're, this is a news site, but we're discussing comic book. Every time Marvel... This is the entertainment section of the news site, so we're still there. If these guys were real... There's no one in the in, in any of the superhero companies that's that's, that's more true. than Superman. That's not true. Give us who that is then, because I'm on Jose's side on this oh, one. Oh, Sentry, Galacticus, uh, Century. Sentry is just a Marvel's bootleg version of Superman. No, Sentry was. He's, I mean, I'm not he's, been, he's been there for like, he's been there for like ten years, been fifteen years. So you can't like argue him out of the existence or continuity. It's just a that's, thing. That's that's Superman if you ordered him from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> and Superman Superman is also kind of evil at the same time. Nice. But um, Galactus also strong enough. Silver Surfer is strong with Superman too. Oh, actually. dude, if they made a Silver Surfer movie, I'd pre-order yeah. my tickets right now. Yeah, these are all stronger characters uh, than I, Superman. I, I, I don't know where that's coming from. Why is he so excited when you said Silver Surfer? No, well, they, didn't do, they, they didn't do that character justice at in that all. second uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. At all. Not yeah. at all. Galactus either, actually. They made him a cloud. That's what they're talking about a cop-out. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah Galactus is like this giant... Yeah, and I know yeah. Galactus is supposed to be... Um, well, they're, they're, well I, you know they are rebooting the Fantastic Four again. Good. And they, they could maybe do a good job with it this time. You know what's crazy? If you watch that movie, right, the one that with Michael B. Jordan in it, and mm-hmm. you say, this is not Fantastic Four, it's not a bad movie. Because it's not Fantastic Four. You I've got, only you watched you it one throw time. throw that out of your mind in the beginning. And I will give it another try sometime here in the near future. Yeah. Um, we got a little more time. We can freelance more on superhero stuff. I'm, I'm going to nerd out a little bit. But um, or we can go a freestyle and talk you about know, something else you guys you might be interested. You in. You know, Michael B. Jordan is a f- is is one of the only persons to play two superheroes in the Marvel universe. Yeah, him and Chris Evans. Yeah, right? him and Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans was was the original Human Torch. Yep. And uh, Michael B. Jordan was the second. It was crazy. Those, those movies don't the first Fantastic Four movie gets too much criticism because when you watch it, no, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's it's legitimately the oh, Fantastic yeah. no, Four. I'm no, like, wow. No, I was like, wow. This is no complaints on yeah, the first this one. Is, yeah. But you, the people didn't. People did not like that movie. The Silver Surfer one, I felt like it was a little short too, like well, an hour I, and a half. I, 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 I think the the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe wasn't ready at the time. No, I don't think it's it's it, it's the same quality as it would be if it was done today. Correct. But but I think the casting was on point. I think the storyline was very close to 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 the source material. Yeah. Um. But some of the writing was a little cheesy. But but it was the early two thousands. Well, Everything was a little cheesy. Fantastic Four is cheesy though. They're like the cheese. They're cheesy. What? Well, they it, it was, but it was. It's it's cheesy because of the era it was first written in. That's true. They didn't do a very good job at translating that story for the early two thousands. That's if, true. If, I give you that. If, if 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 the Marvel Cinematic Universe the way they are they they they've been doing things now. When whenever they do reboot I mean, this, they, they, they will them. do a good job at making twenty twenties version of. Maybe of not. The they me, they messed up the whole the uh, Incredible Hulk story too, like a lot. 
they they did, they but, did. It, but but it, but it was messed up prior to them really launching the the, DC, the MCU. They, they tried to with Edward Norton, but that, for whatever reason something happened. I don't know exactly. Yeah, what it, it, that was prior to the MCU launching. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, at, it was supposed to be a part of it. Yeah, originally. at the end of the the uh, Hulk with uh, Edward Norton, uh, Samuel L. Jackson shows up. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to launch it with 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 that property, but it didn't work. But that's what I'm saying. What what happened? Something behind the scenes. I think it was or a Edward good movie. Norton. I thought it was a people don't like it. I thought the it was Edward a good Norton movie. one. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, seven out of ten. It's better than the other ones. But Mark, I I, I think Mark uh, did a good job as, as as Hulk. He's all right. He's he's not the worst. I. He just never had an they opportunity to do his own solo flick. The problem, they don't, yeah, they didn't explain his character enough in the movies. That's the, that's my biggest criticism of the Hulk in the MCU. But we're way off topic right now, guys. Well, we got, well, what's the Batman superheroes? Yeah, just yeah. nerding out a little bit. Hey, let's bring it back on topic then and talk about one more news uh, relevance site. I'll go ahead, and, or story rather. I'll bring up the two options. We have one where a Florida judge blocked the state order for schools to reopen. That means that schools can decide uh, that they don't have to. Um, they can do it by on a county basis, I would assume. And then there was another story on here that um, I thought was interesting. Oh, it was the um, airline JetBlue that kicked off a um, family and their six children because the two-year-old refused to wear a face mask. Let's do that one. Yeah, let's do that one. You know what I heard also? They, they kicked off another family for defending them. Oh, I, yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so to give a little bit more detail there, family of six was uh, in Orlando, and I guess they were traveling back to, uh, I think, I want to say New York or somewhere, but they were in Orlando, and um, the flight attendant told the mom, who was with the children, that the two-year-old needed to wear a mask because that is the recommendation from the CDC, and I think we reached a um, crucial intersection of mandates from the CDC <laughs> and common sense, and common <laughs> sense did not win this battle. So the uh, flight attendant eventually kicked the family off of the airplane because the two-year-old wouldn't wear the face mask. And there was another, at least one person, a woman, that stood up to the airline to say, listen, like, there's other people stood up, but this individual stood up a little too aggressively, I guess. And she was asked to um, leave the plane as well. So um, they kicked off at least two families off of this airline because the two-year-old would not wear their mask. Uh, I mean the. There's businesses that I've that I've myself witnessed, and here in Orange County, where we live, Orange County, Florida, uh, masks are mandatory everywhere. But they're they're not really enforcing children, and and I'm surprised that JetBlue took it this far. It's a child. You 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 can barely get them to sit still. You really think you're gonna get them to sit still for a couple hours and keep a mask on? One hundred percent. You know what's crazier to me is that the corporate offices back this decision. That's the craziest yeah. part of the entire yeah. thing to me. They didn't recant at all. They doubled down, in fact. They did. Uh, yeah. In an email, they stood behind their policy that requires all passengers two years of age and older to wear a face mask. And just to reiterate, this um, child was two years old. And um, it just seems a bit on the ridiculous side. And uh, unfortunately... Here's the thing. If you're going to enforce it to that level, which, okay, whatever. That's your business. I understand that. Why would you let two-year-old... You should say no, no children flying right now. Maybe if that if you're gonna enforce it that you, much, you can't do that. There's discrimination laws for two year olds. Age, age is a protected category. That's true. Not, not in minor status though. I don't think. But you know, minors a, it, have no rights. What, what's wrong with you? They're still oh Americans. You know, you know what I mean. There's, yeah. there's no way to make a. Uh, Next thing you know, he's gonna say they don't have an age of consent either. <laughs> what is happening? Right now? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> um. 
I mean, I would like to see this flight attendant explain to this mother how she's going to get her two-year-old to wear a mask. Well, she, because they, they tried, and it was unsuccessful, and they kicked him off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the accurate uh, version of events. But um, it, it just, like, what are we doing at this point? Like, what, what was the goal of JetBlue doing this? The, you know, you can see the article posted from August 22nd on their Central News discussion. But what, what, what was the point of this? I don't know. This was just a uh, uh, this was a misdirected show of show force. Of force. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, there's a more interesting article, article that I forgot about. Was right. that so? Would you say it was a flex on their part? There you yeah, go. it was a little bit. No yeah, flex. and that's a no flex zone. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're, we're we're trying to stay in touch with our youth. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's long past. I don't think using them is the. Anyway, um, what well, article was more important to me that I saw you post on yeah. that? It was uh, about them. Uh, legalizing drugs? Thank you. Uh, this was in uh, Oregon, by the way. Yeah, I saw – it was crazy. I saw people comment on this, and somebody was like, was mad. It was like, just let, let's let everything be legal, and they missed the entire point. Cause I don't think this is the first time it's ever been tried, right? It's been tried other places. Yeah, so just to give everybody a little bit of context what we're talking about, uh, Oregon proposed a initiative that would decriminalize low-level possession of all drugs and I, that all drugs part is really what caught a lot of people's attention. Um, the best part about this proposal, in my opinion, is that it takes victimless crime and it gives a more appropriate punishment. Um, mm -hmm. If you're not doing something to someone else, then there's no reason why you should be locked up in a cage for extended periods of time. For wanting to do it to yourself? Yeah, and I mean, you shouldn't. Give drugs to yourself. I, I don't. You, you I mean, shouldn't. You shouldn't do these things that are going to be detrimental. But if you decide to do that, the punishment is the long-term consequences of that continued behavior, not that you get thrown into a cage. And I agree. All of those other risks. So that's a. I'm glad you brought this up, Everett. This was actually a very. You know, uh, I like it too. It's because it puts the focus back on people who have who commit who are like maybe dealers and pushers and this kind of stuff because you have to have a, a certain amount. To I'm be your pusher. Yeah, I like that song. But, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, but a person with a, a, low, a low amount, clearly they're out there trying to party by themselves. Right. And you put them in jail for that. Is, I mean, what? You know what's funny is they could actually use this as a way to catch the people that are distributing. And if you catch the people that are distributing, then you're really solving the problem. I agree. Um, there's always going to be people that kind of come up and try to replace the void that takes place. But if you make it not legal per se, but you decriminalize it to where you can have it, then you take away a lot of the um, desperation that comes along with police trying to arrest people for certain behaviors. I agree. Yeah. Did you just meow into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said ow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Jose, do you have anything to add other than uh, meows or owls? Uh... Decriminalization of low-level possession of drugs. All drugs is the only part that I have a problem with. It shouldn't be all drugs. Why? All drugs is pretty strong because PCP is a drug. Yeah. There's there's just drugs that should be criminalized, in my opinion. Uh, what was the drug that the – was it bath salts that they were on in South Florida where the guy oh, was Oh, whatever, eating, eating people's people? faces? Yeah. yeah but it was bath salts. To be honest, though, I mean, I don't know that – I mean, now it is. But at the time, they weren't, they weren't classified as a drug. So if they are classified as a drug – and this is saying all drugs, wouldn't that be a problem? I don't know. Well, fent don't fentanyl, uh, oh, man, fentanyl is ha deadly. heroin, all the different 
over the or are you prescription based drugs. Are you drugs? saying to keep, keep, keep I can't talk. Keep people from killing themselves. You're saying no. The PCP is to protect other people because when you take PCP, from what I understand, I don't have any direct experience with this, but um, you see news articles about people that are on PCP and they get tased and they're just unfazed. They get shot and they keep coming. Like it's like an adrenaline rush to the where you don't feel pain. Type stuff. Yeah, and you see hallucinations. Uh, you see things different. Yeah, and, and you're in a and you're in a whole new Listen, state of mind. I, low level. Possession of all drugs. But that wouldn't be a but low level isn't all drugs. Low level to me is like weed and well, maybe no, like a little cocaine. No, that's, maybe, a, that's what I'm thinking. They're, yeah. they're saying low level in my opinion. Even heroin. This the heroin doesn't make you. This crazy. is interpretation. Just like brings you down. No, but it's yeah. so it's so like it's opioid. Yeah, it brings you but, down. But but to me, heroin is so dangerous. All, all drugs are dangerous. But but, but heroin dangerous to the yeah, user. The, you, they're dangerous yeah, to the user. Yeah, if you yeah, if you OD on something and you get you be right now we could drink a whole bottle. of The reason some of these drugs are are illegal. For, for you to have in possession is because it makes it harder for for people to buy and for people to sell. If if they're if you're at constant fear that you're going to do hard time for having these in your possession, it, there's less likelihood of them being distributed and them being sold. And I mean, it has it stop, stop anybody. It has, it has stop it's, this it's not it's not stopping the users, but it is stopping a certain amount of people. People who are who are who draw the line at cocaine, for example, and don't don't move up. But that's not why you draw the line at cocaine, though. They draw the line there because they think that anything above that is gonna is, is gonna put them in in, in a situation where they're gonna do hard time. No, that's not why you're driving like cocaine. You're like, be like, man, once you try crack or cocaine, it's kind of hard to stop. You don't want to be a part of that situation. That's why you draw the line, right? Um, I think not because of jail time. I mean, man, the law should draw the line at cocaine, and I I, I I guess I don't have a good argument on why, but I just think anything above that is too dangerous for the user and too dangerous for the community. I think that throwing people in jail who use drugs like that is detrimental. Jail that's is not the answer. There should be fines. There should be some sort of... There, there should be criminalization, man. No, that... that in my understanding... You don't get fined for felonies. Yeah. My, my understanding from this is that it's, it's, it's decriminalization. Let me say this. It's, o- it's okay to admit you're wrong. It, it is, and I won't be afraid to do that, but... My understanding of what, what what's written up there is that there there'll be no kind of repercussion. No, 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 decriminalization. Yeah, that different. means not a felony. Okay, right. Yeah, and then it, so I was gonna say that you can read this article in a lot of different ways, which is interesting. Low level possession of all drugs. You guys brought up a good point. I didn't even think. I thought about it differently. Low level could mean marijuana, right? Right. I thought low level meant like weight, like ounces, grams, x amount. I of think it does, much. right? But that's the thing. I don't know, like. I read the article. Low level, low level possession. So low level possession is just a small amount. Right. That's what I thought. A hundred dollar fine or a health assessment were the options for punishment, which I think is actually really good. Um, could lead to eighteen hundred fewer Oregonians in this case, because that's the state that they're talking about, being convicted of felony possession of a controlled substance, and a drop of about ninety five percent from the current conviction rate. I think that would be great, because don't ev- doesn't every um, Law enforcement agency talk about being overwhelmed. That's true. This is the reason why they're overwhelmed is because they catch people with a dime bag on them, if people still use that terminology, um, and no, just no one uses that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I sound like a narc. But anyway, if you guys use drugs, that's fine. Just let me know, and I won't tell anyone. Um, but this is just gonna get the judicial system in line I to not. where it can handle, <laughs> to where it can handle the flow of traffic. Because right now you have people that are. In jail for weeks before they get a fair. I guess somebody trial. does. I, I, I don't know. It's not me. It's uh, yeah, Everett Sterling still have a conversation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. coronavirus. Coronavirus. 
Um, but yeah, decriminalizing will, <laughs> decriminalizing should free up a lot of um, the time that you know prosecutors, district attorneys, police officers, everyone else, and it allows the police to focus on what they're there for is to serve and protect. So there's a lot of benefits here that a lot of people did were a little short sighted on, and um, you know when you hear drugs being legal, that's not right because then they're gonna get a free pass. They're gonna make my, they're gonna make my friends and family relying on drugs or whatever the concern is. But, you know, we think outside the box and we can reach some um, unique benefits. But with that being said, I think we took enough of everyone's time uh, whenever you're listening to this. I sure enjoyed myself. That's why we freelance two additional topics. You guys got anything else you want to add? No, I think we're good for the evening. I I do want to mention that I want everyone to look forward to next week because we are going to sit down and watch the RNC. So we'll have a little bit more of a constructive commentary on 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 this week's events rather than than what we had on last week i mean real talk i make no promises hey at least two thirds of this podcast will listen and watch the rnc i i plan on doing percentage if y'all text me when it's on i'll watch it at least watch that how about that you know at least wake up the next morning turn the tv on and watch the highlights just text me i have a spectrum app on my phone i just watch we can we can have a watch party too that's an option when is it on? What day is it? It's on multiple days. I think three or four days. Uh, I don't know which day. Wow. Three or just, four days? Just like what the is, DNC. What is, this, what is oh, Coachella? Two days. Is it, is it Coachella? Was it, was it two days? The DNC was two days. Who's well, performing? It shows I didn't watch it. What's the lineup? Uh, you got the My Pillow guy. You got uh, <laughs> Kanye the, West. You got the kid where the Indian guy was beating the drum in his face, but everybody thought that he went to the Indian guy. Demon sperm lady. Oh, yeah. You mean the African-American female doctor? Yes. No, he mean the, he mean the witch doctor. <laughs> She's got a medical I said, degree. Doctor, eh, eh. <laughs> She's got a medical degree, but yeah. but here we go. You know, disparaging so Doctor Kavorkian. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so does Fauci, and we still have to wear dumbass masks that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> they do work. They work. The the box in the packaging that you buy them in literally says not designed to, to keep you safe from coronavirus. Oh, but those are the wrong masks. Gotta wear K95 masks. Uh, N95. N95. Thank you, N95. K95. No, what is K95? What is no, that? I, I don't know. Those are, those are the you ones from Wish. Me. Oh, it's a, it's a music station. They're no, right. no, K95s are real, but they're the ones you got on Wish. <laughs> oh, for real? From China. Oh, you for real? That, they got a oh. hole in the mouth, so that way you can uh, play oh, the clarinet. I thought you were being serious for a second. No, I am being serious. Those are those are knockoffs. Those are real. Is it K95, man? Yeah. Oh. That's funny. I didn't know that. Well, uh, we will at least do this next week, and uh, if we can coordinate something before, then we might have an extra podcast sometime Word. this week. But no, I don't know. You guys are free. You know, want to watch RNC or something? Do a short thirty-minute or whatever after you guys work, and yeah, the real you know, end before committee. I start getting to work. All right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I'm. I think that I want to start doing um, Yames podcast next month. Oh next yeah, month. September. Yeah. September. What days? What, what days do you think you're gonna do uh, Yames? Probably on like Sundays. I think. Okay. Listen, we'll follow up on this. That's I, I awesome. want I want to be uh, the first here on on the Essential News, the end podcast, to uh, invite myself on the first Yayum podcast. So he he may not want me on his show because I tend to uh, talk over him, but you probably don't want to be. I mean, it's just me listening to music and interviewing the artists. No man, I'm gonna be on it. I'm gonna hype this shit up too. I'm telling you, we're gonna bring artists. They're gonna drop bars. We're gonna use your beats. It's gonna be a thing. Okay. Hey. I'm gonna be the hype man behind everybody. You know what I mean? I may drop some bars myself. I don't know. Uh, Everett, uh, can we put the game podcast on the Central News discussion? Yeah, let's see why not. Why not? All right.
Yeah, so you, you, our, our, our news discussion listeners may be able to listen to a different side of us, you know? You guys kind of got some peaks when we were talking about the Batman. Batman. You got some peaks now when we're talking about you know, oh, planning. Yeah, we, the, we talked about sports, too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one member of our team. Yeah, uh, Firas is joining the Central News Discussion Group. He's going to be taking over the sports section. And uh, where, where are you going to join Everett possibly on the game? Uh, your art is a mirror. If he'll have me, I'll be there. It'll It's his show. I'll, I'll just be a contributor. And I'm going to invite myself to the Essential Wait, Sports Wait, somebody's coming into the podcast, you said? No, that no, you didn't no. tell so, me about? Yeah. What kind of nonsense <laughs> is this? Yeah. No, our, I don't our, got no vote. No, our, <laughs> our, our buddy Ferris is going to start doing the sports. Oh, podcast. okay. Yep. So, Ferris, I, I completely forgot I to joking. mention him, and I apologize. I know we had a lot of other things we talked about, too. So, um, we're kind of filling out the um, staff here. He has a great cause that he likes to um, you know promote as well. So, we'll let him do that once his uh, podcast is up and running and I hope he'll have me on as one of the first guests if not a recurring guest uh, but with that being said I'm Sterling I'm signing off for the essential news discussion today good night everyone this is Jose good night everybody this is Everett see y'all next time see y'all next week good night we love you guys <laughs>